On this week's episode, we get into the NHL and NBA playoffs. We talk the PGA Championship. And lo and behold, we get a Blue Jays update. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 18, season two of Points and Penalties for all our listeners. We'd like to remind you to please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For our viewers on YouTube, be sure to subscribe by clicking the little PMP button in the bottom right-hand corner of this video. It's right here. You know it. You know it. No matter how you check out PMP, please give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Points Penalties. My name is Josh. You all know me. With me are my co-hosts, Kevin, Jesse, and Peter. Kev, I love to start with you. You know I do. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, I got this one only because the way it looks. Love it. Ah, like it. <laughs> Scare me. It is a uh, collective arts. It's jam up the mash. It is a five point two percent. It is a dry hopped sour. Let's hmm. try that. We don't know how that went today, but let's just yeah. Go yeah, Kevin had a time. sour beer today, and it was uh, it was not a huge fan. Mm. That's tangy. <laughs> not a huge fan again. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's going to go down easier as the pod goes on, but it's drinkable. <laughs> Pedro, what are you drinking, sir? Well, Kev, I can't believe you're not going to be the bitch at 5.2. Oh, wow. But I oh, also wow. I also went with a sour. It's a uh, Blood Moon from Whitewater Brewing Company. It is a blood orange sour. And it is at a meager 4.8%. But you know, boys... <laughs> I'm trying to lean more into beers we haven't had before, more than just uh, shopping for alcohol content. That's what the bitch says. That's fair. That's the truth. That's the truth. Oh, yeah. See, I don't mind a sour. And that's definitely a sour. Mm-hmm. Nice orange taste to it. Strong taste. Definitely a sour. Not bad. See how she goes as the show goes on. Jesse, tell me you have a 4.6 or something. No, not a chance. <laughs> I don't walk in here with that. But I do have a collective arts, just like Kev. Oh, it shit. is called Good Monster. And it is a New England double IPA, so it's a potent one at 8%. Ooh. Yeah. That's not even double. That's not even double. <laughs> it's almost double yours. Yeah, but, not, but it's not. Show us the can, Jess. I think I might have had that like two weeks ago. So I, the second can <laughs> is different as well. Yeah. So this one, I don't know what that is. It's like a bird kind of yeah. unicorn the other one has it's a, has an octopus on it okay okay so but yeah it's collective arts so they make a bunch of different look at that 50 percent uh exposure on points of penalties yeah wow they make good they make good beers and they're yeah, not even know. sponsoring us 
Hint, hint. You guys. <laughs> we'll be making some phone calls after this. <laughs> yeah. Don't you worry. Josh, uh, can you be an 8%? I cannot. I cannot. Ooh. I Ooh. saved I saved the uh, the 8 plus for another time. I do have one in the fridge. <laughs> uh, I went with a great old-fashioned solid uh, craft beer in the unfiltered IPA sector. It's an Amsterdam Brewing Bone Shaker. Everybody uh, knows this bad boy. This is a hell of a good times. beer. Everybody likes this one. 7.1%. And uh, hey, man, it's a solid staple. You can't go wrong with this bad boy. So taste here. We all know it's going to be hella tasty. When we went to the Jays game, they had those there. And me and Pete were drinking them. We had made Ryan try it. And he was like, this is nasty. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, he, he drinks Bud Light. No, yeah. no, he drinks Curtis Original, which is awesome beer, but but yeah, uh, he couldn't yeah. handle the potent one, that's for sure. Right. For sure. Well, there's been uh, some potent teams in the NHL as of late. Yeah. A bunch of goals in. Why don't you uh, give us a little rundown there, Pete? No problem. Uh, so, second round is just about done. And after five game sevens in round one, there's only going to be one uh, seven game series in round two. Oh. Carolina versus New York goes tomorrow night for the opportunity, the chance to play the Tampa Bay Lightning for the conference championship. Tampa is ready and rested after sweeping the President's Trophy winning Panthers. You. Yeah. All without one of their best players in Braden Point. Uh, Florida simply wasn't able to get their league's best offense going against Vasilevsky. They sputtered big time as they got swept. So they still haven't won a second round game yet in 27 years. Correct. (laughs) 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 But they made it. Yes, they made it. (laughs) Unlike the Leafs. Leafs fans everywhere loving watching this team, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They barely lost to easily handling the lead's best regular season team. And uh, we'll see how far they go. So will either the Rangers or the yeah, maybe. Will either of the Rangers or Hurricanes, whoever makes it to play the Lightning, uh, really challenge them for the conference finals, do you think? Or are the Lightning gonna scroll through that round and having faced their toughest test in the first round? I mean uh, so. stroll. Yeah. But they'll, they'll definitely be there in the finals. Is Braden Point coming back, or is he done for the season? I don't know if we know yet. Some I mean, insider they, you are. No, not <laughs> a very good one. They did it without him already once, so they're able to do it. I like to be there for the finals. I don't see them. It's going to be. It's not easy. I'll give this one in six. I'll agree with that. I think, I think it's. I think the Hurricanes are going to win, and I think the Hurricanes are going to be the only one that could give these guys a, a a run for their money. I think if the Rangers make it through by chance here, that uh, Tampa will probably walk all over them. Uh, I think the defensive style, more defensive style of Carolina, uh, will, will will be better for them uh, in, throughout this series if it happens. But it's definitely going to be tough because Tampa is a solid, solid team. And 
you know, Jessica, I think it was, well, it wasn't last week, but last episode, uh, you had said that you're not down for this. We got beat by the champs thing, but I am. So <laughs> <laughs> what losers say, <laughs> uh, anyway, we've been, we've been saying it for a lot of years. So. <laughs> a lot of a years. Lot, a lot. Of years. A lot. Yeah, I think uh, I think I think I agree with you guys. They probably won't sweep again, uh, but they'll probably I don't they'll go to seven games with uh, either the Rangers or or the Hurricanes, and I think Tampa makes it through to the finals. Finally jumping on board. Way to go, guys! A little late, but okay. I mean, to be fair, I think everyone else had the meeting Florida, and I just picked Florida to be different. But <clears throat> now, if the Kings do go through again, I'll have to ask. If Freddie is good to go, do you play him or do you still stay with Rada? Mm. I mean, when, was the last, when was the last time Freddie played? Like regular season. Yeah. I think. So I, this guy's gotten you there. He's done well for you. You got to roll them, in my opinion, until he fucks up. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Play him until he fucks up. And then yeah. you got Freddie. <laughs> Maybe he's already ready. Who knows? Well, when um, when they pulled Rada the last uh, game, they obviously Freddie wasn't on the bench, so they had to put in wherever the hell their backup was or third string. Yeah, is that the Zamboni driver? Is he still a third string guy? He was a Leafs employee, not a Canes <laughs> employee. <laughs> what was his name? Cam Akers? Is that <sighs> David Akers? David Akers? Hey, no, oh. David David Ayers. 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 <laughs> Oh, yeah, Cam Akers is a football player. Yeah, I knew who he was. <laughs> Phew, good thing we didn't let Jesse talk or I would have got challenged. <laughs> Mamma mia. So we'll see what happens there uh, in the East. In the West, uh, we talked about whether or not St. Louis would be able to challenge the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, and they were able to somewhat, pushing the series to six games. Uh, but after their starting goalie, who was obviously Bennington. Obviously. Obviously. He was injured in a collision with Nazem Kadri. Uh, they didn't have enough after that to hang on and uh, be able to win the series. Uh, so after the game with the Kadri-Bennington collision, uh, Kadri was getting interviewed. And you see him look over to the side, kind of look up, sort of puzzled. WTF? Because <laughs> apparently uh, Bennington, after the game, threw a water bottle at him while he was doing that interview. <laughs> um, and then so after that, uh, Kadri's wife, I think the next day, shared some social media messages directed to Kadri uh, where he was the subject of racist attacks and death threats from Blues fans. Now, this obviously doesn't represent the whole of Blues fans, uh, but there are clearly some bad apples out there, and those people need to be better. And even just for their own sake, even if they're thinking those things, they shouldn't post them, because apparently Kadri took that and yeah. used it as fuel. Motivation for show. <laughs> the very next game, he put up a hat trick and four points uh, as the Avalanche won. And then it was nice to see when game five, when they went back to Colorado, uh, the Colorado fans standing in support with Kadri uh, with signs and slogans um, showing their, uh, 
their support for him. So that was good to see. So then, in game six, in the dying seconds, about to go to overtime, tie game, <clears throat> Darren Helm scores to send the Avs to the conference finals. Now, that series clincher, ironically, was scored exactly 13 years after Helm's last series clincher, where he scored in overtime to send the Red Wings to the Stanley Cup finals back in 2009. That's kind of crazy, man. That is wild. I guess that's the kind of stats that can happen when you have teams that are playing past the first round. Yeah. You know, talking about Kadri, like I remember, I remember last week one of one of you guys was saying like, you know, Kadri's out there doing Kadri things, and and to be quite honest, I had I hadn't seen the collision at that point. Um, again, you guys know that uh, NHL and hockey is not my forte, so I don't I don't pay that much attention to it. So I went back and I looked at it, and I'm looking, and I'm like, it wasn't even that bad. And then to get all these you know, these, you know, death threats and racial threats and, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's crazy, man. The guy's just playing hockey. Like there's a hockey you know, play for sure. He was, he said yeah. he was going for the puck and he, the off the, the off um, left winger or right defenseman, sorry, or whatever defense um, just hit him. I mean, he's the one who pushed him into the goalie. Yeah. Like I understand he has a bad rap and there has have been some instances where he's made some questionable decisions on on hits and and of the like. You mean in, like when he was with the Leafs against the Bruins and then when he was with the Leafs against the Bruins again? And I think he did something against Right. So I'm like Capitals like, he's, here before. he's not the the uh you know the star <sighs> candidate. He's not the he's not the innocent boy, but in this case to me, it really wasn't anything to warrant, not that anything would warrant death threats and racial threats, but, you, you know, like Kevin said, this is a hockey play. This really wasn't, he didn't take it. He didn't go over a two-hander across the fucking head. Let's put it that way. Right? He didn't cross-check a guy in the back of the head. I think, I think like Matthews in the Heritage game, when he cross-checked, what's his face there? Is it Rasmus Dolan was his name? Yeah. Like that's worse in my opinion than this, yeah. you know? So, yeah, no, it it was, and it was uh, it was treated worse, like Matthews right. But but you didn't hear about you didn't hear about the fans coming at Austin Matthews for doing that. Yeah, right. So and it's you, probably just after reputation then at this point because uh, yeah, fair enough. A dirty player, right? So fair enough. It, it's all it's the result too, right? Like it's your starting goalie, and yeah. he go, he goes out because of the collision. Yeah. That's a huge swing in a playoff series. Oh, yeah. Where Darlene was fine the next regular season game. So, yeah. And, and I agree with you, Josh. I, and Kev, there, I didn't see anything wrong with the play. It's just a collision. Oh. Uh, not really anything he could have done to avoid it, other than not try and go to the net and score goals. But he's not going to do that because that's his job. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have anything wrong with it uh, in my book. And it's just, it's just a shit happens kind of play. It's too bad that Bennington got hurt on it. Actually, just before we move off that, I read a, a, a tweet a thread, and it was a, a woman. So he played, Codre played uh, OHL hockey here in Kitchener. Uh, he was a Ranger, but he was also, uh, he did some sort of, uh, you know, thing with kids and whatnot when he went, obviously, as a, as a Ranger or whatever. So I, I think it was in London this happened. And 
So a young girl was learning how to play hockey and learning how to skate, but she kept falling over. She really wanted to play, but she kept falling. She kept falling, couldn't get the skating down. And so it was a, it was a OHL player. So the Rangers meet the kids type, type event. And so the, the mother took her child over to Kadri saying, you know, that she always falls and blah, blah, blah. And that she's getting discouraged because she's always falling and Kadri, you know, got down to her level and, you know, totally just talked to her and said, Hey, I used to fall all the time get back up and try again, get back up and try again. And, and so the mother, you know, in support of Kadri through all this, and that that's where the story came back, back to light. Um, but it, you know, it seems like this kid, like he has a good heart. He just makes some bad decisions sometimes. And that's where Kev, like you said, his, uh, um, Oh shit. I can't think of the word here. Brain fart, but uh, reputation, his reputation. Thank you, Peter. And that's where it comes from, right? Because he has made some bad decisions, but he's, I think at the grand scheme of things, he really is trying to be and, and is a good person, a good player. So, yeah. I, I remember him in, in our, um, he was in my gym class at Eastwood. And he was actually one of the nicer Rangers. Like he was a pretty cool guy. Yeah. And it was weird seeing him when he was, I didn't follow the Kitchener Rangers a whole lot then, but um, even when he went to London, I didn't follow him either. But when he was on the Leafs, like yeah. he, it was weird that he had that reputation as this dirty player or this agitator or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause it, to me, he wasn't like that. Look at that. eh? small yeah. world. Yeah. So, so P you obviously went to school with them too then. I don't remember that, but apparently <laughs> it was I'm pretty was- sure you guys did because I remember yeah. talking about it back in the day. So yeah, he was he was in my gym class. That was the only class I had with him. Uh, well, clearly you didn't play fucking hockey with him, Jess. <laughs> uh we yeah, we whenever they were there, we never played any floor hockey. Floor hockey. <laughs> yeah, he would be, play. He, he would have would- cleaned up in floor hockey, man. Yeah. So we like obviously none of the Rangers were on our high school hockey team. You say they could uh they couldn't and they, but so two of them and i don't remember who they were maybe one was Kadri, who knows i don't think so uh but two of them came to one of our practices once and they just fucking ran show on us like it's a whole different yeah like we're not even playing the same sport yeah <laughs> yeah for sure and like we weren't there we weren't good but we weren't like Horrible. I mean, you went to a drama school. Let's be real. Yeah, it's an art school. It's, we were, we were, we were a bad. That's team. why they stuck the Rangers there. We were a bad team in the in the uh, group of high schools, but it's still like you're still a high school hockey team. You're not a bad team, but yeah, these guys when they showed up for a practice, even the checks they would lay on you just in practice, you're like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> like they just squeeze you off on the boards, and it's like, holy, what just happened? Anyway, that was a fun sidebar. So, back to the West. Uh, so, McKinnon and the Abs, after uh, Helm's overtime winner, will face McDavid and the Oilers uh, in the Battle of the Max for the Western Conference crown. Uh, so, that's after the Oilers handily took care of the Flames in the Battle of Alberta. Uh, so, this is the first Battle of Alberta in 31 years. And it started with a bang in a 15-goal barn burner that saw the Flames end up on top 9-6 to six after blowing a four-goal lead at, some, at one point in the game. Yeah, that was awesome, man. I was like, we woke up in the morning. I see it was like 4-1. I'm going, like, okay, this is cool. Do my thing, get ready for work, turn on the TV. 6-6. Six, six. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? 
yeah. Uh, yeah, Kevin, it's probably uh, worked well for you, actually. Like, it was hard for a lot of the rest of us to watch this yeah, series because sure. it's gone so late. Um, but Kev keeps strange hours. Sorry. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so the Flames wouldn't win another game after that, as McDavid and Dreisaitl just decided they just weren't going to lose anymore. Boom, the Flames had no answer. Uh, so Dreisaitl had 17 points during the series in only five games, which is a record for a five-game series, and the third most points in any playoff series in NHL history. And it was in only five games. What a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and McDavid, with 12 points in the series, nothing to shake a stick at either in only five games, uh, including the overtime winner to clinch the series. And at times, he looked completely unstoppable during this series. The Flames yeah. had absolutely no answer for McDavid at points. Uh, the one last anecdote about this series, in Game 5, the two teams set the record for the four fastest goals by both teams in a playoff game, scoring four goals in just a minute and 11 seconds. Unfucking real. So the Battle of Alberta didn't disappoint, although it ended a bit too quick, uh, especially if you're a Flames fan. It uh, would have been a lot of fun to see that go to six or seven games. But the Oilers had... Uh, Weren't going to let that happen. They had other plans for South. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the Battle of the Max. Who do you guys think ends up on top here? Two powerhouse teams in the West, powerhouse off- offenses. Who's going to come out on top here? McKinnon. I mean, I, I just you're think... drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I am. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he is. I don't know if you guys saw McKinnon's Hattrick goal. Um, that was dirty. I wouldn't say it was game. Five, whatever. It was a dirty goal. Uh, it was unreal. Um, and I don't think they even ended up winning that game. I think they lost, nope, they lost overtime. overtime. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was crazy. Um, and they've got Kale McCarr. Edmonton does not. Edmonton's got Dry Sidle. Colorado does not. No. It's going to be a good series. It will be. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good series for sure. Uh, I think the way that McDavid has been playing uh, and then the X factor, X factor there with the uh, tricycle and how he can score, I think that's that's going to be be the extra there. Um, you know, P had said that uh, McDavid seemed unstoppable at points uh, against Calgary. And so I was, I don't know what game it was, but I was watching uh, watching part of it and five on five hockey and he comes in with the puck. He does a little circle and he literally, it's like Timbit's fucking hockey. He has five guys. It's no, like, it's no, he's like, got five guys on him and everybody else is wide open. He turns around and feeds it to dry saddle who easily scores. I'm like, is, this is like our practice when the Rangers show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's insane. This, this man is, he's a very, very good hockey player and he commands the respect from the other players that have to defend him and everybody goes to help and it leaves so many people wide open. And that, that's the biggest, you know, he doesn't score as many goals as Austin Matthews, but it's the assist and the playmaking ability speed. That, you know. 
speed. I think he's he's quick. The guy's fucking fast, man. And oh, yeah. speed kills. I mean, especially in hockey. I mean, if you're on your heels in hockey, that's the gone. You're done. It's a, it's in a lot of sports. Speed skills. Yeah, yeah. But McDavid aside, I still think Colorado is the faster team. Yeah, no, so, I I agree with you. I mean, McKinnon and like I might have Colorado for my overall win here for their points and penalties uh, hockey. So I'm got to stay with them. I'm not going to say McDavid's going to win. Hell's no. Colorado's so, going to roll over them. Like not. I think quick, I have six. I think I have the Avalanche too, but I still want to see Edmonton beat them. Because it's Canadian or? Well, yeah, I got commanding lead in the points of penalties <laughs> challenge. And then also because it's a Canadian team. And That's I've been uh, I've been harping with uh, Dreisaitl and McDavid all season. So That's why fair. stop now? Yep, that's fair. Man. At, least you, yeah. uh, at least you stick to your guns. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, uh, I think McDavid's going to continue to just be in God mode and just... Uh, and drives out of really, they're going to be lights out. Uh, but Colorado has all sorts of offense too. I think at the end of the day, this series is going to come down to whose goaltender is worse. Well, that's better, the thing though. Worse. Smith, Smith's very, you know, up and down, man. He's hit and miss. Oh yeah. You can score from your own blue line. <laughs> yeah. To just fire it away. Yeah, that's right. That's right. In the flame series, he, uh, he allowed a goal from the opposing blue line. That he did not see coming at all. No, but he has the ability to sometimes turn it on and uh, and shut it down too. But he's also 39, 40 years old now. So I think I'm going to lean with the Colorado Avalanche here. Hmm. Only only coming down to goaltending. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you no, you pick hmm? Edmonton too. Edmonton, yeah. Then I think Big David's going to pull it out. Well, Peter and Kevin wrong. Yep, hundred percent. What? No. Well, if our uh, previous picks are any indication, you guys are probably right. Yeah, exactly. Let's, you guys are wrong. Right. Let's get into our bracket update here. <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, I'm an idiot and still have not posted. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we bad. all, got, we, all got, we all got every single series right so far, <laughs> and it's completely tied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, um, one of us did actually get all of the first round correct, Jesse, son of a bitch. Yeah, I know closet every- NHL. Yeah, <laughs> I know everything about NHL. Yeah, so Jesse is in that ten correct right now with three more possible, and he's got Tampa winning it all. So that's uh, that's his obvious road to victory. The only one that can catch him is Josh with eight correct and two possible. Yeah. Um. One of them being Carolina winning, I think. And then uh, I think the other might be Colorado going to the finals. Yeah, that maybe. sounds about right. Maybe not. Something I like that. I think I have Colorado going to the finals too. Who do you have winning the finals, Josh? The Leafs. Oh, I had the Leafs, so my <laughs> East is fucked. Yeah. Yeah, I said uh, my bracket was already busted. I mean, why I had um, I had the quite Calgary Toronto. Yeah, me too. Sorry about uh, your luck, boys. So I, I'm sitting in third with the six two direct. idiots about the NHL are, are two just, points. Like, <laughs> yeah, just sitting uh, uh, six correct, no more possible is Pete, and Kev has five correct with one more possible. So Kev to tie for third. You need, I'm pretty sure you need Carolina to win tonight. Sorry, tomorrow night. Yep. 
Uh, otherwise, you're bringing up the rear. Oh, but if he does that, then we give out two zeros and not a minus, and we don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but Josh, I'm pretty sure you need. I this. need Carolina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Carolina. Yeah. Let's go, Carolina. Jesse might have him too, so you might be hopeless anyway. I think yeah, I'm close I'm, enough. Yeah, I probably am. That's all right. No, if they're posted, nobody cares about hockey anyway. Wow. People skip through the hockey segment. Well, so <laughs> on, on, that, on that colorful note, the hockey segment's over. Let's get into golf. <laughs> Love you, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pedro. Um, yeah, the PGA Championship um, was played. Now, the PGA Championship is an annual golf tournament. It's a, one of a four Come on, it's major. not annual. It's a major <laughs> uh, of these professionals uh, for the golf. Now, it took, uh, it took two extra holes for a winner to be decided. Um, Justin Thomas ended up winning this uh, tournament. Um, yeah. He ended up winning it over uh, Will Zalatoras. Um, now, it was a decent. I mean, obviously, it went two extra holes. So, it was, you know, good golf. Free uh, golf, man. Overtime. <laughs> why not? Um, and then we had uh, third place. You had the Mito Arena, he ended up um, taking out in third. Um, during this tournament, though, I was hoping for my favorite, Rory McIlroy, um, was doing well at one point, and then next thing you know, he just faded away. Um, he was at a minus five, and then he went to an even, and he finished off with eights uh, with a minus two. So that's my big, huge disappointment while watching this. Um, who would you guys have as your disappointment? during this um, PGA championship. I mean, he was part of mine too, because we were, me and Yosh went to another pool for PGA and I picked JT and Roy. So that sucks because I would have done a lot better if he held them together. But uh, JT brought it home for me. So for me, I've got a few here. So <clears throat> number one, uh, Scotty Scheffler for not making the cut as number one golfer in the world right now. That's yep. a pretty big fucking disappointment. Uh, another guy, the number two golfer in the world, John Rom, shot a plus six for the tournament. Not too fucking good. And um, my last one is Tiger. And I don't know if this is such a disappointment as it's just me needing to let go. He <laughs> Like seriously, like I love Tiger. He's been phenomenal, but I I don't know if he can compete anymore in four day tournaments. And, yep. and there are no other tournaments. So like I just he just doesn't have it in the legs. Now it it maybe it'll change, but he was bad again this tournament in the major. So you know I get you still need to play some rounds. Uh, competitively when you're when you're rehabbing in his case but i think maybe maybe they should not be at major courses like let's get your feet under yourself here and, and maybe get some place 10th at a at a not so prestigious uh tournament you know uh, I, I just i don't want to see him go i don't want to see him fade away uh, and maybe that's just a selfish um sports fan talking but uh you know he's been great for so many years he i've like he is my 
Jack Nicholas. He is my Arnold Palmer, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and he would be mostly not Cavs probably, but but Pete and Jesse. Like, he's got to be, <laughs> he's got to be yours, right? He's the best golfer yeah. of all time, right? Like, there's no question about it. And at least in my and probably your guys' opinions too. Like, like I said, Kev, because he he has a little bit different uh, view upon things, a little older would think differently but it's just it's hard yeah well it's just hard to let go (laughs) of him being competitive and i don't want to see it but i man like just when we go into the next major pool i don't care where i can pick him i'm not picking him i don't blame you guys man i can't do it i can't pick him (laughs) and watch this watch when you don't pick him is when he does it of course. And I, you know what? And if that means he's going to keep doing well, I will never pick him again. I'll never <laughs> win. <laughs> I won't win. But The other guy, too, that's in that range, too, was uh, Ricky Fowler. And he had a pretty good game. And I that was going to be my surprise of the week was Ricky yeah. Fowler because he came from nowhere. He was down and out. He wasn't even playing in, in tournaments. Yeah. And then and then he really came back for this one. So Yeah, and I picked him. I was like, yeah, I'll give a shot on him. And then I picked the Dane, which shit the bed. But when you like, picked uh ricky i was like dude i picked him before in a major in one of these these pools before you started playing and he obviously he did nothing and he but he was in his you know in that slump type thing right and uh so when i saw that you picked him i'm like oh jesse's fucked and, <laughs> and ricky fowler pretty much played better than all my fucking guys i so. think they finished in the top 10 in that pool but uh and we both picked, i did uh, oh no i know you you didn't. You were way down there. But I think we both picked uh, Brooks Kepka, and he Kepka, he definitely should have been the first day. And then he came roaring back, and he made the yep. cut. Yep. So he was he actually turned it on at the end, which was good. Good to see he got back into it. But in that pool, you know, for the listeners and the viewers, like when you miss the cut, it's massive penalties. So even if he shoots like shit <laughs> the next couple of days, he needs to make the cut. Mm-hmm. So. Because chances are the penalties or your score is not going to be a plus seven. Chances are, because that's what the penalty is. That's massive. But anyway, just a little bit of our gambling uh, addictions. <laughs> well, any other disappointments for you guys? I know I rambled on there for a bit about Tiger, but uh, for me, I think it's Tiger as well. You just still feel like he's that guy, but he's just not that guy anymore. He's not. No. I hope that he could come back and like, I hope he can get healthy, you know, maybe next year, like, but maybe he should, I don't know. He said he'll never take a cart. So I don't know if it's ever been offered up to him in a, in a pro uh, tour event, but there has been one, but they all fought for that person not to play anymore. Yeah. But that was Jim or John Daly, wasn't it? No, no, I can't remember buddy's name. I really don't remember it at all. But I know he had some kind of blood clots kind of thing wrong with his legs and he wasn't able to walk for long distance. So, so they're like, you got a medical issue, don't fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that means Tiger's fucked, right? Yeah. Getting a, yeah. No. Getting a cart. No, I would say, he doesn't I would want to do it either. I would say Tiger will win. A, um, he will win, but it won't be a major. It's not going to be like a championship or anything like that. It, the way that it looks, though, he's not going to be playing any any regular tournaments. It looks like he's only going to play the majors. Well, I, as of the, what we've seen. Most likely will change, for sure. I mean, if he's not making coin, I mean, the guy just probably doesn't have to make coin, but he no. still does it for fun. He doesn't need to make coin, man. No, but I mean, it's, it's all about the wind, right? I mean, that's what Tiger's all about. I'm not going to chance to take out 
or go on this course and not come out on top. So, I mean, that's just this mentality. Remember though, some of these guys make more money. Look at Michael Jordan. The guys made way more money from Nike than he ever had playing. And yeah. I would yeah. assume that that would be pretty much the same for Tiger Woods. I'll bet you his lifetime earnings at a Nike is way more than his lifetime earnings on the PGA Championship. Well, wouldn't it have been PGA funny if, 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 Jordan, a lot. if Jordan would I have know. went with Puma instead of Nike? Ooh, eh? Well, we'd all be wearing Puma fucking shoes then, wouldn't we? I really so. <laughs> Air kitties? Air kitties. <laughs> 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 uh, well, let's go into our MVP here, guys, on a happy note, because this was pretty sick. It has to do with golfing, too. This week's points and penalties, MVP. We're talking about elite company here. We're talking like LeBron James. We're talking uh, Steph Curry, LeBitch. Uh, who else has been some of our big time MVPs? KD, KD, Cooper Cup, yeah, Vladdy, Vladdy, yeah, your boy Papa, yeah, yeah probably Papi like some, some older hockey players. Didn't Marlo get it or something no, like that? Probably, probably. Vladdy's in there. Big names get into the points and penalties MVP. Not this week. And- <laughs> <laughs> And this week, another big name joins the ranks. <laughs> the one and only co-host of the Points and Penalties podcast, Mr. Josh Leverton. Yeah! Way to go, bud. And it's not just a... <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is it's Jack- a baseball <laughs> trophy, but... <laughs> <laughs> Sport athlete. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's so, coming the next Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders, boys. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You got into the box for your work on the golf course. No, not the box. The MVP box. You know? That's what we call it, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so on the par for 16th hole in our first points and penalties golf round of the year. I was feeling real good. Up up two strokes overall on Josh, who was the only real competition at that point. Sorry, boys. I mean, all day, really. Well, at, the, at that point. <laughs> okay, what, was it, what was it after the first nine? I think it was pretty close. It was pretty close. <laughs> He's just chirping because he won. Yeah. Uh, so up two strokes overall, and I was on the green in two. On the green, on a par four. Ready to sink the dagger and claim that victory. And the two points come with it. Then there's Josh. Snatched. Off in the rough. 50 yards or so out from the hole. Already about to take his third stroke. I'm feeling real good at this point. I'm going to either birdie or par this pretty easily. You're not going to birdie. Maybe not birdie. birdie. Par four, you have to make the Okay, I'm going to par par or bogey it relatively easily. (laughs) And Josh looks well on his way to at least like a bogey or a double here. Still a long ways out. I'm feeling real good. Walking up, sit back, watch him take his shot, and the impossible happens. It's chip. 
50 yards out. Lands just short on the green. Starts to roll towards the hole. Going towards the pin. Looking good. What the fuck happened? And it drops. No way. Woo! Put the club the, up. The man birdies it. Big selly. Big selly. <laughs> For sure. First time I've ever been able to hoot and holler on a fucking golf course. <laughs> so a birdie from 50 yards out on a huge chip to make it a game again. Now I can't putt, at least not when we played. Not in general, anyway. I was particularly bad this round. Uh, but I two-putted, so I ended up with a par. Not terrible. Which means Josh came within one overall. Now we both double parted the next par three. So that, that was not good. <laughs> That's how good we are. <laughs> Shows that this birdie chip was a oh, the birdie chip was a big deal. <laughs> Weren't you guys both in the sand trap and Josh couldn't escape and Peter? No, 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 no. We were both. We were not the in the trap. sand trap. Yeah. Oh. Then we both entered the sand trap <laughs> within about a yard and a half each. I got out, but launched it over the green and ended up with six. And Josh just got stuck in the sand. <laughs> So then it all came down to the final hole, par 5, 18, which I choked pretty bad on. And uh, Josh ended up winning it by two strokes. Why did you choke real hard on that, Peter? Because I'm not very good at golf. No, because we. <laughs> I told you, I'm like, just go for the safe thing. You're like, no, no, I no. can make it over the I water. Always, <laughs> I can get over the water. I, I always go big or go home. And there was water in the way, and I was going over it no matter what happened. You didn't go over it. No, bad things happen. Bad things happen. <laughs> and on my second shot on that hole, I needed to go home or go all out or go home. Like, I had to, I, I hit a slice with my, uh, my hybrid, but I ended up in an okay spot and then was able to finish it. So, had I not gone that route, even with your ball in the water, you you might have beat me on that one. So yeah, at the end of the day, I still could have putted in to tie you at least. But of course, I could. Yeah, I forgot you were terrible. <laughs> was like that a, wasn't even that far of a putt either. It wasn't that big of a putt. It was like a five footer, maybe. Yeah, at least it wasn't like a thirty foot eight, Jesse. Yeah. Well, stole, honorable mention. Stole sure. my uh, MVP right from under me. Yeah, for sure. Jesse had a, a par a, five on the front nine. It was that a last hole on the front nine. Yeah. yeah. On number nine, you hit it up the left side and just rode the, the left way. side the entire way. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you came to the green with a big tree in front of you. You said, I'm going to shoot left to stay away from the tree. You fucked up and you hit it right over the tree. <laughs> and no, it was the bunker. It was the bunker. Oh, sorry. It was the bunker. It was the That's bunker. Right. Yeah. But you hit it right over it, money shot and rolled rolled uh, you know hit pretty much at the pin and you rolled your 30 feet and then you came back uh, on the next shot and you sunk it and that was the early highlight and for sure with the slow (laughs) slow week in pro sports (laughs) you had the early mvp uh until we hit uh six was it 16 16 yeah it was a hell of a round boys i had a lot like even the, the chip aside you know, winning aside, I had a great time just hanging out with you boys playing for the first time this year. Uh, it was, you know, none of us got too pissed off at anything. <laughs> like it was, 
it was a, it was a great round. I really, I really enjoyed it. So thank you guys for that. And uh, I'm very humbled to be uh, in the same company as, uh, you know, KD and Steph Curry. And <laughs> awesome. I think it was a slow week. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, those guys that hit three home runs in a game, fuck you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Chip and bird. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone else get a birdie on that? Besides you and me? No. No. Pete had a massive opportunity on the same hole. But oh, yeah. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, I think I think I missed another one at some point during the round, too. Actually, I, I'm pretty sure I bogeyed a hole where I was like... had a three-putted? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Putting for birdie and ended up with a bogey. <sighs> Although we'll recap the scores a little later on this. Uh, yeah, we will. Yeah, Kev didn't have such a great day, but he did have a great shot on that same hole where he literally wrapped it around a tree that was guarding the uh, uh, guarding the green. And uh, it, I don't know, what did it lead to? Like a triple, quadruple bogey? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but hey, it was a hell of a shot, Kev. And uh, you know, I don't want to give everybody else props except for you. So, um, gracias, amigo. That was a pretty job. decent shot. Good job, buddy. There you go. So. Welcome to the Elite Company. Our MVP for the week, Josh Leverton. Yeah. By the way, a points of penalty host can never, ever get this again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. You guys, we'll see. You'll see ne- next time someone's going to hit it from like 75 yards. Yeah. Oh, if it's over 50, you're good. Hole in one. 49 yards, though? No. Hole in one will do it. That'll never happen. Write it down. Yeah. Another guy buzz played, four. Guy I played ball with actually, he hit a hole in one. He didn't like he hit his ball, just walked up, and he's like, I don't see my fucking ball anywhere. So it was a part of the re- he started videoing as he walked up to the to the hole and no ball in the green. He walks up right to the fucking cup, and sure enough, it's in there. And that sounds, was, sounds set up. That's I what like I said. You, I'm like, I feel oh, like yeah, you would yeah. see it. Yeah. yeah. Your buddy fucking, especially on a par three, right? What are yeah. you 180 yeah. yards max? Max. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds that sounds uh a little fishy. A little offside, that one sounds. All right, Kyle, you fucked up. If you're listening, you fucked up. Yeah, Kyle, whoever Kyle, you are. Kyle. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's bounce this motherfucking show into the NBA. What do you guys think? We should dribble or something. Or dribble it on yeah. over. You want to pass it on over to me in the NBA? Hey, I just yeah. give it a little travel. Give you a little. Uh, you know, you a little... would fucking travel, you fucking jeter. <laughs> I mean, he's just traveling to where he thinks the three point line should be. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, let's start in the West. Uh, as we know, last time we left you, uh, it was basically we we're heading into the NBA Conference Finals. We are currently heading out of the NBA Conference Finals. Golden State played the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Golden State Warriors, that is my choice for these uh, NBA Finals winner. And they beat the fuck out of the Dallas Mavericks. When it comes down to it, they were up 3-0 and go into a Tuesday night uh, game this past week with the, uh, the aforementioned Mavericks. Look at how a hell of a game. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson all, also had games um, to to get the W to go to 3-1. And then um, Clay Thompson and the Warriors just stuck it to them on Thursday night and uh, ended up pulling out the win 
to win the series 4-1 to move on to the finals. Like I said, my choice, they're only four W's away from me getting two motherfucking points. And that's a, that's a good thing. I don't know if I get two points for just calling them a bu- like a year and a no, half. No, I, I get it. Right. Uh, uh, we've been over this. It's one point. <laughs> one point. <laughs> we need all to right. change it, but it's one, one point. point. All right, all right. But uh, even so, if they win, I will have a good uh, opportunity to put up some points for our brackets, which we'll get into in just a second. Uh, but Clay took over. I had made some bets, and I thought that Steph was going to be the man that would take over. Uh, basically, Clay's line. I thought that Steph would have clay had 32. He was 12 for 25 from the field and he was eight. Uh, it was actually eight for 16 uh, from three point land. And so I thought that was going to be Curry's uh, stat line. I had bet on basically Curry having that stat line and I lost my money quickly, <laughs> but it's okay because golden state ended up pulling out with the win and uh I just like to say that I am so smart. S M R T. Try doing it a couple times in a row and then we'll call you smart. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm so smart other than Jesse. <laughs> so Dallas came out of this and into, uh, into facing golden state. They came out uh, beating the number one team, the Phoenix suns. And they, really had nothing. Now, in my opinion, it looked like as the series went on, it looked like Luca was tired and Luca is, he's the man in Dallas, right? Now they, they, Spencer Dinwiddie, they got out of the trade uh, with Kristaps uh, Porzingis, which turned out to be a great trade because Dinwiddie was playing great. Jalen Bronson, who I believe is a second year player. Uh, he was very good as well and, and helped out a lot. But, of course, you know that everything was going to revolve around Luca, and he'd looked tired uh, in the last couple games. Obviously, in, in uh, the game that Dallas won, he didn't look as tired because he was playing lights out. But the next game there, the, the final uh, game that uh, Golden State put them away, he definitely looked, some, looked tired. But did you guys think that Dallas would fare better against Golden State, being that they just beat – the number one team in the West, like, you know, maybe uh, health and, and uh, endurance aside, you know, should they have faced, faced off better against Dallas or sorry, against Golden State? Yeah. I thought like we all, yeah, we all thought that they were going to uh, lose against the Suns and not even make it there. But once like they're, they're a good team and, um, but especially um, Luca, like like you said, I think he had to be better in this series. Uh, maybe he was tired, whatever. But um, the team revolves around him, and the team wasn't good enough. Um, and so a good chunk of that falls on his shoulders. Uh, obviously, as their best player. But yes, I thought it would be closer than this. Uh, ended up with. Golden State just taking the gentleman's sweep. Yep. Just uh, letting them have the one win so they can win it at home. That's all there is to it. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I was shocked. I thought this would be a closer match than what it was. And like you said, Luca looks like he slowed down, wasn't getting as many points as he was beforehand. And that's why the team did so poorly against against uh, the Warriors was because he wasn't 
putting up those 35 points because he's been killing it in the playoffs as young as he is. So I don't know. Get that endurance up. Got to continue that shit or get him some players that can help him bear some of that load. Yeah, like I said, you do have a couple guys helping him out, but not you know, maybe not. Yeah, and maybe not necessarily consistent enough to keep that uh, the load off of him, like you said, Jess. I think Phoenix just you know, he gassed gassed them. I mean, the guys all saying. I mean, like it happens in in all sports, like yeah. hockey, you know. But yeah, I think that there was a hard rough against Phoenix, and I think that's what Golden State took advantage of because they came off of. Very stressful games, man. So that's a good point, Kevin. The, the previous series for sure could to, could have definitely taken a toll when in, in, in terms of uh, of health and and the uh, the health and the in, endurance of the Dallas Mavericks for sure. But so, do you think it? Like, I mean, I guess you guys said it pretty much revolves around Luca. So, had Luca maybe not played so many minutes previous, he plays a couple more against Golden State, like, I mean, the games weren't super close. You know, you, you got guys like, you know, let's give uh, let's give San Francisco the Golden State Warriors. Let's give them some credit. Obviously, you have Steph. You know, Clay has been much better as of late. Pete, I know you had said that, uh, or I said that they would be better, Golden State Warriors, with Clay. I was wrong at, at one point in the season, but now – I wonder where we'd be at now if you if you looked at the uh, at the stats and, and how much better they are with, with Clay being back in. Jordan Poole, the man is a lights out uh, young player. He's second or third year. Great, great player. We got Andrew Wiggins, who is a local boy here of the, the GTA. Maple Jordan. Yeah. And Maple Jordan, yeah. And uh, – I don't know about Jordan, but he's Maple for sure. Maple Wiggins, I'll say. But uh, I, I really like Andrew Wiggins. He was supposed to be a, an absolute superstar in this league, supposed to tear it up. He didn't quite do that uh, off the hop, but he is definitely showing uh, promise as as the you know the the now veteran that he is in the NBA, and he's he seems to be a good addition here uh, to these Golden State Warriors. Now facing he off, he, he's well, the first overall pick. That's what I'm saying. Like he was, he was supposed to be the next big thing, right? And of course, in Canada here, we had big high hopes because he's Canadian and could potentially be that uh, next big thing. So, but he's definitely found his groove as of late. <laughs> he definitely, I think he scored like 18 points in the in the final game uh, to go along with Clay's 32 in that uh, final game, game five. Uh, against the Mavericks. And so they are going to end up facing the Miami Heat. That is Kev's pick. Uh, Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics are tied 3-3, and they will be playing tonight, Sunday. Uh, they might be starting – oh, right now I'm – lucky me, I got it right on TV. <laughs> so it's about to start just shortly. They're about to go jump ball here. Game seven. Go heat. Go Heat. Uh, we all – the last episode, we all chose the Heat in this uh, – yeah, in this fuck series, Boston. because fuck Boston. Yep, I remember I did say that I I have a feeling that Boston's going to end up winning, but I could not choose them. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going with Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, and the Miami Heat. And like you said, I think we're all there. Uh, Tyler Harrell was another guy we mentioned last week. 
So in game six, Jimmy Butler stole the show. He scored 47 points. He had nine boards and eight assists, almost a triple-double. Uh, I mean, not even a double-double, but almost a triple-double in a, in a massive game, scoring those 47 points. And the Groat, former Toronto Raptor Kyle Lowry, finally showed up in this uh, series, and he scored 18 points and had 10 helpers. After scoring just 14 points in the previous five games, two of which he was injured for, so really only three games, but still three games scoring 14 points compared to uh, the one game at 18 is a lot more like we're used to seeing uh, out of Kyle Lowry. So that was uh, that was nice. I'm hoping uh, he's got the ball right now. Uh, he just dished for uh, not an assist. <laughs> it was a mess. <laughs> Talking about Kyle, but I, I hope. You know, aside from from wanting Miami to win here because it's not Boston, um, I would love to see Kyle get back to the dance. And although I've picked Golden State, man, I would love to see Kyle hoist another one. It's Kyle Lowry. He's the groat. Kev, Jess, I don't care what you guys say. He's the fucking groat. All right? Yeah. yeah. And and to, to see him have that other, the one more trophy, like it would just solidify how good of a player he is. Even though he is not number one on this team. He's the secondary or uh, he's been poor on this team. He has, so far, he has. So. He's not been great, but like again, injuries. He's older, so he's yeah. It, it, it all goes around to that, but still, he has to play better if he wants to lift that Larry Bryan trophy. I think you're gonna see him have a fucking hell of a game here tonight, and uh, and it's gonna has to turn the corner for him and the Heat. I think it's gonna be a real tough. Uh, a real tough shooting series in the, uh, in the finals, especially if it's the heat and the, the Warriors, because there's going to be a lot of three balls going up. Lots of them, but uh, who knows, who knows, you know, I don't want to take too much away from Boston, you know, even though they're Boston, uh, Jason Tatum's been playing great. Marcus Smart's been playing good. Uh, you know, there's been all their multiple other guys and they're, Jaylen. they're, yeah, they're, there's no slouches here for sure. Uh, but the game just started. It is four nothing Boston, so I'll give you a little bit of that. But uh, I know you guys all chose the Heat, but is anybody leaning on Boston tonight? Nope. Fuck Boston. Not one bit. Fuck Boston. So we're <laughs> although, all the same. Although they're they're really good. McDonald's team win, but fuck Boston. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely, uh, fuck Boston. We don't like that shit. Definitely not. All right, and then the only other piece of late, uh, sorry, of NBA news that I have, uh, because basically everything revolves around the playoffs when it happens. Uh, but the only other thing is that the Lakers, you know, those shitty geriatrics that we always talk about, they have hired former Bucks assistant Darvin Ham as their new head coach. And Jess, you're you're probably must be a a real lover of Darvin Ham because you're a Bucks fan and you kept. He kept saying bucks, bucks, bucks <laughs> as he throws up his arms. Like, I don't fucking know this guy. I'm so just they, glad that there's not Nick Nurse over there. That's, that's all I'm happy about. That's I hear that. For. I hear that, man. Yeah, you could have said Fred Magoo. Jesse would have said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure uh, Masai put the Nick Nurse things to bed and saying that he isn't going anywhere. And, and uh, that probably pushed the Lakers off of him. But uh so I don't know much about this guy. You know, I'm not into researching coaches because that's boring. <laughs> and so my understanding is that this guy, you're not going to have a bitch team 
when this guy is your coach. He's a tough coach and he, he likes to play tough and he needs his players to be tough. Now, this is the geriatrics we're talking about. So I'm not 100% sure if this is going to work out. Like LeBron can play tough, but LeBron, I mean, sorry, LeBitch can be a bitch. So, you know, and there's, you know, again, it's, there's all these guys can play tough in Westbrook in uh, Anthony Davis, but they can all be little bitches too. Right. So I'm not sure how this is actually going to work out. Now they have a good number of guys coming back uh, from this past season in obviously LeBitch, you have Westbrook, you have Anthony Davis. Those are the big three. You have Talon Horton Tucker, uh, Kendrick Nung, former Raptor Stanley Johnson, and Austin Reeves. Now, obviously, the last three there are not, you know, big names. Talon Horton Tucker uh, is kind of a rising star, if you will. Um, with all these guys coming back, pretty much the same team as last year. And look how they did. Do you guys think the Lakers in 2023 are going to be a force or are they going to be a play-in team at best next year? I mean, injuries played a significant uh, role in where they ended up this year. Will that change? There's no reason to say that wouldn't happen next year. So if they're completely healthy the whole time, maybe they get a a locked-in seed. They don't have to go into the play-in tournament, but I don't see them finishing like top four. Right. And so that was my next question is if you do think they're going to make it past the play in, would it be into that top end spot? No. I see exactly where they went this year. They're going to be shit. They're going to be shit. I'll make the playoffs. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's, it's tough to argue with that team that they, they don't make the playoffs. Like, yeah, they were bad. Uh, Vogel was definitely the reason, one of the reasons why they were so bad. Injuries were a bigger reason. Because they're old, man. That's right. The, they, if you think they're going to do it now with the same kind of team that's there, didn't work once, man. It's not oh. going to do it again. <clears throat> I get what you're saying. You want to definitely change it up. You don't want to go rolling with the exact same thing. And I think that's what they're going to try and do. Maybe rotate some younger guys in there so that uh, these geriatrics aren't on the floor as long as they are. That's a big so, thing for sure. Right. Cause you don't want, cause they're still good. They just got to be able to not grab crutches after the game. <laughs> uh, for me, the biggest one is Anthony Davis. This man, for sure. is, he's not even that old and he is a walking. And it's class. Yeah. Like you touch him and he breaks like, and he's a huge man. Like we know, we know from experience as Raptor fans what it's like to not have a big guy down low. And he just like he's a monster when he's healthy and he's down there, but it's tough when he's not and you're expecting to be there. And they got a shit ton of money pot tied up in him, right? So yeah, they gotta they gotta work some load management miracles to make sure yeah. he doesn't get yeah. I think they need to go fucking Kawhi style on all three of those guys. LeBitch, Westbrook, and and uh, AD. Maybe not so much Westbrook. I think I was going to say Westbrook <laughs> can actually still play. And he, but I he, think LeBron needs to play. Like he needs to uh, let himself realize that he he's probably still the best player on the team. But the 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 game needs to run through Westbrook. But he doesn't. He can't figure that out. I don't know, man. It's it's difficult because Westbrook really hasn't done anything. He, the game has always ran through him. Like yeah. I, I understand that and, he like he was missing triple double and he went to Lakers and did shit. I get it, 
It's too many chefs in the kitchen, man. Yeah, it could be, but it also could be they need a coach and like he's an assistant. Like, yeah, he's a tough coach, but at the same time, these guys are superstars and typically the NBA. These guys are old enough that they should be their own coach, man. Yeah, I was going to say, like the coach didn't really change. LeBron's the coach. Yeah, like. (laughs) Right. But even though LeBron is the coach, you need an actual coach to tell, to put him in line. And they went and got someone that, like you said, I haven't researched him. I don't know who he is, but he comes from a pretty good organization in the box, but he still has superstars surrounding him. And he's got to tell them, no, we're not doing that, which is going to be tough. Now, Giannis said, uh, you know, obviously this guy was his assistant coach. Uh, Darvin Ham was was Giannis's, and Giannis said like he's a no bullshit guy. Like he doesn't take bullshit, and he will let you know. And he's a kind of straight up hard ass. And he's a tough, tough coach. And to me, like that's kind of even LeBron. That's kind of what they need. You know, like no fuck you. You're doing it this way because that I'm the coach, and this is the way that we're running the, this particular play, this particular possession, or this particular practice, or what have you. And Maybe they need because there's so many big heads and and uh, you know larger egos on that team. Maybe that's what they need. So I mean, you're you're right. They do need that. But again, it's LeBron, Westbrook, AD. Like, will they listen to him or they'll let someone right. shut the fuck up? Yeah. I have so, a feeling like I, I think AD falls into line. I don't think he's the main issue when it comes to egos and and pushback. Especially because he's hurt all the fucking time. So what does he have to say? Like, <laughs> oh shit, I can play one game and I'm gonna hurt myself. So no big deal. But the other guys, like, you know, definitely LeBron wants it his way or the highway type thing, as we've seen, you know, in the last couple of years of the the ins and outs of the players and, and coaches in in LA. And uh, even Jeannie Buss, there, the owner, she is not a happy camper. She's like, This we spend a lot of money. <clears throat> And we're not making the playoffs. Like this is, you know, basically she's like this bullshit. And so I I think she's going to be pressuring uh, the, the upper brass to make moves to, to get things right. I might not be this year because they might be tied up salary cap wise and so on and so forth. But um, only, I believe out of the big three, two of the contracts are up this, this coming year, 2023 or after 2023. Uh, and then the next one of them, might, which might be AD, I think, is twenty twenty five. Well, so do you do you think they go into the start of the year with the big three intact, or do they try and make a move there? I feel like they just roll. You're not going to get anywhere. I I can't disagree with you, Kev. I really can't. I mean, the, I'm on Peter's side where they won't be top four, but I think they'll probably be in the play-in tournament. I don't, it'll be tough for them to make the not be in the plan. I think yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking play in or, or maybe, you know, I'm thinking play in for sure. Um, and it's definitely going to be tough, but they need help. They need yeah. help. Even if each guy gets hurt a little bit, you know, here and there, as long as we don't see a major injury out of these guys, I think we're going to be okay. And you never really see a major injury out of LeBron or, or Westbrook, it's it's the AD, and if you, I feel like if you can keep Anthony Davis in that lineup, it's going to open up that much more for LeBitch and Westbrook to do their thing. I but still, I, like, they won't. They're not going to make it. They're not going to make play. They're not going to make it at all. Not yeah, no play I, in. Not no. No. 
I don't have a problem with laughing at the Lakers, man. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it at all. So, so that's kind of where I'm coming from on this one. You know, I really don't think this, although it might toughen them up just a little bit, uh, this new hire, I just don't think uh, it's going to do too much. And I, I think that they're going to, in order to really win, I think they got to blow it up and wash their hands of at least one of these guys named LeBitch. He just takes too too much control, in my opinion. He thinks he knows what he's doing from a management standpoint. He obviously knows what he's doing from a basketball standpoint, playing and and I would even say coaching. But um, you know, it was it was a mistake to bring in Westbrook, hundred percent. AD, I'm fine with they 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 did okay. He obviously has injuries and whatnot, but bringing in Westbrook was not a good idea, and uh, he fucked that one up. Now talking about fucking up. Uh, points and penalties fucking bracket here for the NBA. Let's start at the bottom. Can we not? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's start there. Petey, my boy. Oof. You got you got six correct Oof. with zero possible. Oof. And I'm sorry to say for you, brother, that gives you a minus one. It doesn't calculate today. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. But you're locked in at a minus one. Oh man. No, Jess. You know. I love you, man, but I love to also see you get zero or minus points. I wish you would have got a minus here, but you yeah, got seven correct. That was, that was well for Peter. And <laughs> yeah. the Bucks fell apart, and I, for some reason, I went with Memphis because I was all about Ja. And ja. I was I was on your your same thing for the Warriors. I was like they could I could see them in the finals for finals for sure. And but I I I went I just wanted to go with Ja. I le- you done I, fucked up. I lean too heavily into the clip, way too heavy. <laughs> you kept going into it like right before the play. I, I was too. trying to, I was trying to stick to my gun. No, you fucked up. Yeah, I done fucked up. You done, done fucked, fucked up. up. So Jess, you had seven correct. You have zero possible left, which gives you the zero points. Awesome. And we have a tie for first, and only these two players. I mean, there's only two other contestants here. That we haven't talked about can get either two or one point. Both of them can use the positive points. We have myself or Kevin. Uh, I currently have eight correct with one possible left. That is the Golden State Warriors. Kevin, you have eight correct with a possible two left to be correct. And those are this game that we are currently watching, which Miami is down 22 to nine. Uh, they need to win that one. And then your next one will be Miami to win the whole thing. Basically, as long as Miami doesn't. If they lose, tonight, I get, I get a, I get a plus. Hey, you'll get a plus. Well, it depends. We could tie. We could, we could tie, right? If Miami loses, but then Boston wins the championship, you and I tie at eight. Ooh. So we both get two, and that oh, would be nice. Right. That would oh, be nice. let's go, Kev. We need you to make sure you only get <laughs> Come <one>. on, Kev. <laughs> we believe in you. So that's where we're at with the uh, the, the NBA brackets here on points and penalties. It's uh, it's going down to the wire here for me and Kev. And Pete, as I'm looking at this here, you're six with zero possible minus one. <laughs> I'm, I'm reminded of the NCAA tournament. Didn't you also come up with a minus one in that tournament? I will remind you, while you are correct. <laughs> okay, yep. That well, I, go ahead. I, I picked almost equally as well as I had the year prior. 
which was good for second. Hmm. It's just everyone else got a lot better. So everybody yeah. got better. And you <laughs> and, uh, I, everyone I, figured they were saying equal for you. I figured, you know, good for second. I'm just going to coast. I'm not gonna... <laughs> no. Bad choice. So basically, basketball is not your strong suit. It is There's hockey. No. But oh, hockey no. isn't either. That's what I was going to say, Jesse. Beat me to the punch. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all I got to say about the NBA. Does anybody else have anything to say? Go Heat. Go Heat. Fuck you, Kev. Go fucking Warriors. San Francisco. No, go Heat. Go Heat. Oh, wow. You guys are all in the East, eh? At least tonight. Well, yeah. Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Wait, no, because then Kev will have nine. No. <laughs> Wait. Well, so if the Heat win, Kev has don't, nine points. Don't say it. And then if Golden State wins, then we'd be tied again, Kev. So we yeah. have two ways to be tied. Huh. 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 Interesting. I'm kind of cheering for Boston now, actually. Whoa. I want the two points. Oh, the points are worth, are not <laughs> worth that much. Josh. I want the two don't, points. Don't sell your soul for, <laughs> for Boston. You've already, you've already chose the heat. You already you can't. I know. That. All right. All right. I'm fair with that. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Thanks for not making me an idiot. <laughs> All right. There is another Boston team that we fucking hate. There's also a New York team that we hate. Fucking There's Red a Tampa Sox. Bay fucking team that we Yankees. hate. Fucking and Rays. I mean, we might not hate the Baltimore team because they fucking suck. But what's going they're, on in the MLB? They're Jess? there. <laughs> they're there. I mean, yeah. yeah, we're in the MLB. It's been kind of a sad season so far for the Jays. They have not gotten up to standards that we, or the lofty standards that we have put in front of them, nor every other. Expert, new, yeah, expert or new expert is the word you're looking yeah. for. Expert, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like expert. us, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We all we all thought they were going to do really, really good, but that has not been the case here. And really? May has not been much better for us. Uh, the Jays are third in the AL East. Uh, they won today. They put up a big offensive output, eleven to ten, against the Angels, and I believe we swept them. Can't remember, but I believe we swept them. And fuck challenge. No, we didn't. I'm just throwing it out there. I have no fucking idea. I have <laughs> no Josh, idea. You, a- you, the only reason is because <laughs> I'm first and you're number two, and you gotta make a crown. That's the only reason. Hey, we gotta do something, man. We had no challenges. We had All no right. challenges so far, but shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check this out. <laughs> Well, I'll continue. Someone else get this nonsense. So before today, they were 26 and 20. Uh, they are now 27 and 20. With the yeah, w. they Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. Fuck. I thought they lost like two nights ago. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a big sweep, too. I, I yeah, just saw that they – I didn't know what they did yeah. yesterday. I just – uh, I knew that they won the first two, and I was like, nice. That's what we needed against uh, the Angels because they're a good team. They're just – they are a pretty good team. And that's a big plus one for me, which I need. So I guess they're five and a half games back now. Could change. I don't know. I don't know when the Yankees played and check that out. Uh, but this month they were 12 already and 12. Won. So what you have is probably good. They've already won. The okay. Yanks. So it's five and a half games, I would assume. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, this month they went. Well, there's still one more game, I think, that they play this month. Uh, so they're 13 
and 12, which is a winning record, which we need, but they needed to get way more for. Yeah, we need a lot more than a, just yeah, a winning record. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we said, five and a half back in the, the East, and the Yanks are tearing it up. And it's a lot of it's behind Aaron Judge, which we talked about before. He's he's leading in home, the home runs. Um, he is looking for that. Monstrous... He's gonna get paid. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. And it could still be by the Yankees. They yep. could still they'd be like, no, we don't want you to go anywhere. But this is why he better on himself. And it right right now it like is he's paying. looking like a genius. <laughs> yeah, like he's just definitely getting paid for sure. Yeah. So again. We're talking about the AL East. They have not been that great against them. They're nine and ten. Most of that is beating Boston a lot and then losing to the Yankees and Tampa. So they need to get their shit together. These are good teams. They need to beat them. And Boston's starting to get hot now. Their offense is rolling. So Boston's not going to be an easy out, I don't think, anymore. And then the main culprit for the Jays' woes is their offense. Yep. They are 22nd in runs, and they got a negative one run differential. Like, the, the good thing is that they're winning close games a lot, um, but they aren't beating the snot out of people like last year. Like, they had a huge win, per, uh, win differential last year. They had a huge plus because all they were doing were hitting home runs, scoring RBIs all the time. And for a team as good as what we had predicted and, as we said, the experts, they should be doing a lot better. So they're in 14th in hits. This is up to date. I just checked it right now to make sure that no one else challenged me. <laughs> but they are 14th in hits, which is middle of the pack. That's not where they need to be. They need to be up way higher for that offense. Uh, 12th in home runs. They were worse before today because they had a huge output. 18th in Walks and 26 and seals, which we kind of figured that that would be where they would be at, but they've been caught a lot. They're fifth most in getting caught stealing. So either stay, stop, stop trying to steal or and hope to God. Run they hit faster. <laughs> well, I don't think that's going to happen, but just, just, just stop stealing. And our OPS, which is the walk and slugging percentage, is 16th, which they were like dominant last year. And they need to get that back up there. And my question to you guys is how confident are you guys going forward for the Jays? I still, I still have a lot of faith in them. Like we, we've seen them do it before last year. We know they can do it. They're just, for whatever reason, they're slow right now. Um, and like you said, we had lofty expectations for them and those weren't unfounded. The talent on, is there on this team. They just need to put it together and, and get it done. So I believe in them. Uh, I think they're they're uh, going to turn this around and for sure make the playoffs and then see what else. I think I when you see the when you when you see them having fun is where you see these games that they win. I mean, like like big series wins. When they were losing a bit, you notice they weren't having fun. Laddie smashing bats over his knee, you know, like I, I'll blame it on the fucking umpires. Then, I mean, their inconsistency. I mean, they're wasn't playing as well as they should have because of lumps. But like again, man, if they're having fun, that I've noticed when I'm watching them, they're doing well. So if they just keep on having fun while you're going to the ball game, we'll do some good wins. 
Well, but losing is no fun. Like, is it that they're having fun and that's leading to them winning, or is it the other way around? I think, it, I think they're when they're having fun, they're winning. Their spirits are up. But if you if you find your one of your better players smashing bats over your his knee, I mean, that's a kind of a confidence, un, like not a confidence booster. It's like, well, fuck, he's like fuck. And then when you get to that attitude, you're swinging yeah. at shit. You're not wrong. It could be poor for the the team morale when when that should happen when your superstar player does that. But Vladdy's been still pretty solid. Like the underlying numbers is he's still hitting the ball hard. He's grounding. He has a lot of ground balls this year compared to last year. He was lifting the ball a little bit more, and that's why we saw some <laughs> home runs. And that's not the case right now. So I think that's going to change. I really do. But he, it's not just him that's part of this team. Like there's a lot of people like. Springer's been doing ripping it up. He's been awesome this year. And I know Yoshi are a huge fan of him, and he's been what exactly the team needs. Uh, Do you remember my hot take about him earlier? He was going to be better than Vlad? I said that he would be better than Vlad this year. I think we would have remembered that. Oh, yeah. I, you look back, man. 100%. I I, I said that. I don't remember that. Yeah, I, th- I think you would have made fun of a lot more. You, you guys made fun <laughs> yeah. of me. You're like, no fucking way. And I said he's going to be better. You what? I'm, I don't want to have to listen to fucking hours and hours and hours of podcasts. But <laughs> I'll do it to just to fucking prove you guys wrong. Man. Well, like I said, Vladdy hasn't doing that bad. He he's still doing pretty good. He's just he, he's hitting too many ground balls. His hard hit rate is still huge. Like he is smoking this ball. His average exit velocity is still up there as any superstar there is. So, I I definitely see him. He's gonna, you're going to see some more home runs soon. At it. the weather the weather's warming up, so it should be easier to hit those home runs. And Springer's always been a superstar. It was with they were with the uh, Asterix, but um, the other guys that I think are huge issues is uh, like Bo's been pretty good, but not nearly as superstar as he's been last year. But tail. And I know I bitched at him last year, and then he threw it right in my face. So I'm gonna bitch at him again. Uh, he's a piece of shit. He's garbage right now. Like he, like I get he's hurt, and he's not a piece of shit. I'm, 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 I'm getting too angry. <laughs> I'm just trying to throw shade at him to, to, to just start hitting the way he was last year when I he did. But he's striking out too much. He's, it could be still a lot of issues with the oblique that is happening. And hopefully, he gets his he get he gets his stuff together, and he can. Uh, be on the same board as as Springer as and Vladdy and Bichette is like he's middling, but he's he we know he can do better. So for me, I'm on the same page as you, Pete, saying that they are they will come around. There is way too much talent on this team uh, to continue this mediocrity uh, from an offensive standpoint. Um, I. As I said, I definitely remember saying that that uh, George is going to have a better season than Vlad. Uh, I even bet on him to win the MVP this year. I mean, it's probably not going to happen, but I still think that he's going to end up having a better season than Vlad. That's no shake at Vlad because uh, he's a great player. But uh, in terms of talking about Bull, he was hot garbage for the first uh Two months of the season he it's has months, but okay well he has as as of late within the last two weeks he's really kind of lit it up and he has been quite good offensively 
and I feel like that is more like uh, Bo's uh, capabilities. Tay Oscar again was hurt, and he is still trying to get his shit back together. Uh, guys that for me that haven't done anything all season is Lourdes Goriel. He, you know, he was all right at the beginning of the season and then dropped off and he needs to get, uh, he needs to get better offensively. I will say that there is a lot of shifting uh, and not necessarily shifting left to right based on the batter, but I mean, shifting in and out of who's playing in the outfield. There's a lot of guys out there right now between Tapia, between Zimmer, uh, Tay Oscar, George, Guriel, you know, there's lots of guys playing out there and it's, it's, you know, it's a little bit more difficult to get into rhythm when you're playing not necessarily every day, or you're maybe playing a different position or, or so on and so forth. So uh, you can maybe give a bit of a benefit of the doubt there, but he's a better ball player than he has led on to be this year. So Guriel for me is another guy that needs to get his shit together, but I'm confident. I'm fine with the way they're playing. The pitching hasn't been horrible. Jose Barrios, right. Jose Barrios, as we had talked about after the first uh, game, he shit the bed, but I don't think any of us were worried about him going forward. Uh, Gossman has been lights fucking out. Yeah, he's been better than Robbie Ray. Yeah, Manoa has been equally as fucking good. He's been better than Gossman. So right there, we're good. Now, now the back end in Kikuchi has been serviceable. Ryu has been a little less than serviceable, plus some injury time. Um, you know, and then of course in that injury time, there's some fillers, so you can't really fault those guys too much. Uh, I think this team is way better than what we see here in, especially in these offensive stats, Jess, that you've put, you've put up here and that you talked about. Um, and I think that they going forward, I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. They're going to come around. They're going to play well, you know, will they catch the Yankees? You know, we all called them to win the division. I'm pretty sure. Um, will they catch them? I don't know. They're, they're a good chunk behind, um, but all it takes is, and the Yankees are kind of going through it right now. They were on a real roll and they got some injuries. Uh, they got a little, you know, suspension for being a uh, racist prick. Uh, ex, ex uh, Toronto Blue Jay there, Donaldson. Uh, well, I, so, I, he really, I mean, Buddy even called himself, you know, he was the Jackie Robinson, the next Jackie Robinson. And then Donaldson said it to him several yeah. times. That yeah. Jackie, Jackie, he didn't do anything then. Why? Why is it such a big thing now? No, I'm with you, Gaff. I didn't think it was that. Uh, I didn't think that was a racist oh, thing. It, it, I get what you're saying, but we're also all white, so we can't really say anything. Uh, but you also have Aaron Judge there coming to Tim Anderson's uh, aid, saying mm-hmm. like he wanted JD to shut up. So it it is what it is. I he, he I believe he got suspended for that. So, yeah, it's it, it it's a weird parallel. And like the thing too is is Tim Anderson talks a lot of shit too. There's no doubt in my mind that I know that he talks a lot a lot of smack. And JD does as well. So it it it's just a. I think we just got to move past it. Like it 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 obviously affects them, and he doesn't want to be said. So don't say it. I mean, we can move past it as long as it's not reoccurring. But that's what the problem was. This, yeah. this is—it has been reoccurring. He continues to say it after Anderson had said, "Stop calling me that." 
But I mean, so this is one instance. I'm saying if it happens in another month and he says something uh, racially motivated towards somebody else, then there's a fucking real issue, right? I mean, obviously one time is potentially is too much. Uh, now I will give you the benefit of the doubt if Tim Anderson was calling himself Jackie and saying that I'm the next Jackie Robinson, then I get it. I, I get where, where JD's coming from. He's like, all right, Jackie, come on, man. You think you're a superstar? It's like you calling yourself Gretzky or whatever, right? I, I get that. Or Michael Jordan. I understand that. And I get where, where JD is chirping him. And then, of course, there is that, that added racial instance. So as long as it doesn't come where down, you know, another month of down the road, that JD says something else that becomes racial, then I think we can write it off as something that was, harmless uh and, and you know wasn't necessarily uh racially motivated but if it happens again then there's a big there's a bigger issue here and obviously you know the uh the in-depth team here at points of penalties would dive into that uh <laughs> quite quite in depth but until that happens uh we'll just we'll just brace the surface of it let it slide let it slide <laughs> Alrighty, boys. So I have obviously given a few people out. Josh has given a few people out who he thinks that uh, we blame for this poor start. Peter and Kev, do you have any other people that you think besides the ones we've noted? I still think the the very top of the lineup needs to be better too. Like I expect more from Vlad, even though, like you said, he's been making good contact, but he is like he should be right in the AL MVP race. And yeah, I don't think right. right now he's not. No, you're right. Either is Shohei, though. So, yeah. well, okay. So, I also want to say I looked it up. So, the stats between George Springer and Vladdy right now. So, Springer has 44 hits and Vladdy has 42. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Vladdy has four more at bats. So, that's pretty good. So, he's a better average. Uh, actually, a pretty much better average at uh, 273 for Springer and Vladdy is 256. Uh, home runs are tied. RBI is Springer, which you also have to give it to him too because he's leading off for us. It's tougher to get RBIs. He has 26 and Vladdy is 24. So, right now, what I've seen, the only thing that Springer does, which sucks compared to Vladdy, is he strikes out a lot more and doesn't walk. Yeah. So it, it is what it is. Like Vladdy's a, a is a big time hitter. So is Springer. Don't don't get me wrong. But Vladdy has a bunch more walks. He's got a better eye at the plate than uh, Springer. And uh, Springer also has more triples and doubles. So he has been better. One hundred percent. He has been better. Does so it finish far. that way? I doubt it. We'll see. I I, re- I really doubt it. Actually, just to give uh, George a shout out, he is now. Uh, within the last two weeks, one of the home runs he hit uh, pushed him up into number four all-time uh, home run leader as a leadoff hitter. In oh yeah, I did read about that. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's, that's that's pretty that's, intense, man. That's pretty that's impressive. Cool. Convenient, yeah. you brought that up after we named you the MVP. Convenient, hmm. Hmm. Pete. When your head is this big, you can do whatever you want, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, seriously though, I did say that fucking that uh, George is going to be better than Vlad. Like seriously, I'm going to have to listen to like fucking thirty hours of fucking we, we, tape. I, you're saying it now too. It's fine. I think everyone here disagrees with you. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still think he's going to be better I, by the end I, of the year. Well, I would hope so. He's winning in every other category. For like the I said, like if I have to listen to 30 hours of podcast, I'll fucking do it. I wish we had like lackeys that could do that, you know, look it up and we, we don't have following. We don't have lackeys. <laughs> Yet. We never will. I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. I don't know if we're going to get lackeys in. Um, well kind of tying in with uh the last baseball segment we're gonna a little bit more with uh, baseball here in our penalty box we're gonna throw cincinnati reds outfielder tommy fam in the box now just recently this week he got on to a altercation with san francisco giants outfielder jock Pedersen. Uh, the altercation was, I mean, he slapped a bitch. <laughs> is what he did. No, no, no. He will smith them. Oh. <laughs> so, and Josh, it's it's Yuck Pedersen. You know what, man? <laughs> it's for me. It's Jock. All right. It's, it's pronounced Yuck. Well, he calls him Jock while he's eating his jalapeno chips, and he has a fucking good time, all right? That's right. That's right, exactly. Don't fucking chirp my jalapenos, man. <laughs> all right, it doesn't matter. Yock, Jock, whatever. J-O-C. He, yeah, J-O-C. So, <laughs> in, in this random, uh, random altercation, fam smacks Yock, Jock, Pedersen, Peterson, whatever. J-O-C. Uh, he smacks him over fantasy football, which is uh, interesting. Uh, so, John, or sorry, uh, Tommy Pham ended up being fine. He was suspended for three games, uh, which was retroactive to Friday night. So, he'll be playing uh, likely Monday, maybe Tuesday, I guess. So basically, while the Giants warmed up in the outfield before Friday's series uh, opener against the Reds, Tommy Pham confronted Yuck and smacked him in the face before the two were separated. Uh, Tommy Pham said that there was some, you know, quote unquote, sketchy stuff going (laughs) on with their fantasy league. Now, this is a fantasy football league. Um, Patterson apparently also made disrespectful comments about uh, Fam's former team, the San Diego Padres, which obviously isn't good chirping another team. Uh, you know, it's one thing to just say it, but maybe if it was in text or whatever, it's not good because there's a paper trail <laughs> type thing or digital trail. But anyway, uh, there was a bunch of money on the line in this fantasy football uh, game. And I can, uh, I can re- respect that, you know, fantasy football, you know, they're like the pioneers of fantasy uh, fantasy games and and I can expect there being some money on the line you know being a back-to-back fantasy football champion I uh, <laughs> I understand that <laughs> anyway so money on the line of course you know the 60 bucks that we pay is a whole lot different from like 60 grand that these guys might pay uh, to play fantasy football so I can understand where you might get upset if a player or a uh, a fantasy manager like Yuck might not have played their top end lineup so that somebody else could uh, potentially get past them to 
to face Tommy Pham maybe in the final or what have you. We obviously don't have all the uh, all the details, but uh, basically there was some sketchy stuff going on, as Pham said. They had a bunch of money on the line, and Pham looked at it as like there were there's a code, there's a code to fantasy football and to fantasy games to still play with uh, respect and to put out a full team uh, at all times, a, a team that's going to give you as many points as you think you can get. Um, and uh, fam ended up saying, you know, yuck or jock or JOC was mess- messing with his money. And uh, when it comes down to it, this is all cash related. And uh, Tommy fam just wasn't happy about the way yuck uh, ran his fantasy football team and Yaka ag- acknowledged uh, that uh, there was a lot of money involved and that, that uh, Tommy Pham was telling the truth, but no matter what, if you're going to get suspended anyway, like number one for me, punch the motherfucker. Don't just slap them. But like, you know, this is going to happen. You know, you're going to get, you're going to get suspended. You know, you're going to get fined. You're in the MLB. You're a pro athlete. Just, Keep it in check, man. There's no need to smack this guy. Around. No violence. Either oh, or Yosh was just saying, like, yeah, don't slap him, punch him. Like this guy's like, you're inciting violence, yo. So <laughs> it's fantasy football. Suck it up. Yeah. Like, All I'm saying is, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna smack him and you're still gonna get three games, you might as well punch him and make the three games worth it. Right. Or just don't it's get okay. suspended over I, fantasy football. I, yeah, don't, don't get too <laughs> I mean, that's the better choice, but <laughs> what a baby. <laughs> I mean, at this point, too, like if he put up a shit lineup, that's on the commissioner. That's him to deal with. There's always a commissioner in every fantasy league. So like Fair. for for him to get upset about the guy, that's not on him. It's it's on the commissioner at that point. And so. for a year long, come on, man. It's been a year. Right. Like apparently it was a year. A year long, so I don't know if it was just last year's or if it was the previous year's fantasy football uh, championship. So you know. who knows? Maybe he was busy uh, winning the MLB title, right? He won it with the uh, Braves, so he was like, "Bitch, I'm busy." You're, you're <laughs> in the off season. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. No, it wouldn't. No, because they wouldn't have been playing in fucking February, right? Baseball was not in February. Well, maybe he was still celebrating that. <laughs> He's, I'm drunk as fuck. I won. <laughs> you know what, Yosh? Fantasy doesn't go to February. Fantasy football, at least. This is true. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Should challenge me it there, bud. Speaking of challenges, I know I fucking lost one. I was uh-huh. saving, saved you and Kev, you and Pete from getting a fucking minus because you guys are bitches. I would rather a minus across the board than to give Jesse more points. I would have actually too. After I fucking said it, I'm like, fuck, I could have just could have all got a minus. We would have all right. But anyway, why don't you recap us, Pete, on our one challenge that I lost and uh, the one thing that I didn't lose this week. Yeah. Like next time, just challenge Kev when he says he's drinking beer and be like, ah, challenge. Oh, you are drinking beer? Okay. At least Jesse's not getting the end. Fair enough. So, like you said, Jesse said the Jays swept the uh, the Angels. Josh said, no, they didn't. Josh was wrong. Four games, four victories. Let's go, Blue Jays. Okay. Mm-hmm. Blue Jays. Let's, Let's play. play. Oh. Oh. 
<laughs> we have a diamond. We have a nine man. Oh, okay. We that's, have a hat. That's a bat. Oh, that's not Keep going, all. Kev. What do you what want? What else we got? Let's play ball. Okay. Blue Jays. You can tell who the most wasted people are here. What? Who? What? Who's drunk? So speaking of which, the winner of our first round golf round of the year and the winner of two points. You know, I should get extra points for being the, the motherfucking MVP. No. Nah. Nah. Not a chance. <laughs> nah. Come Not on. Chance. Good, good yeah. effort, but no. No. should get one extra point. We could have gave it to Yock Peterson for his, tri- his hat trick with home runs. Hey, he was already part of the fun penalty box, man. So we could have made it all tie together. No. Yeah. And just could've. eliminated you completely. No. I think I should have been how it should have. Hey, you guys yeah, fucked yeah. up. You're the one that chose the fucking MVP. Maybe that. <laughs> we'll never do it again. <laughs> I think I said Spezza for being a fucking retiree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> so Josh gets the plus two for the golf yeah. round. Peter should have came first, but came second. Fucked up. Put it in the water, bud. Yeah, I was only one stroke behind you, bud. Done fucked up. Done fucked up. Ended up plus one. Jesse came up third, only one stroke behind, because me and Josh choked hard on the last two holes. But that, that's okay. You end up one stroke behind. You didn't. That's fair. Still third hey, place. Hey Kev, who gets the minus one in golf? Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah. Remember oh. all that shit talking with Linda? Oh yeah. You had uh-huh. to hear about yeah. constantly. Now, just, I don't just, remember. Just, just, just you relax, because it's still happening. So I don't remember Josh ever saying anything about Springer being better than Vladdy. But I do remember Kev saying <laughs> that Jesse will never beat him in a round of golf when the four of us are playing. Yep, I remember that too. Oh, I clearly remember that. Of course we all do. <laughs> Sorry, Kev. Okay. So that brings our season totals. Jesse climbs up one to plus five. Uh, Josh climbs up one to minus two. Should have kept my mouth shut today, so I climbed up two. Peter climbs up one oh, to minus two. Second, still tied. I know. And Yosh drops down to minus seven. We're tied whoa, for whoa, now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Challenge, challenge! I don't go down to minus seven. You fuck. No, Kev does. Did you say, just said Yosh goes down to minus. Uh, challenge, uh, you're wrong. Minus 100 for you. Challenge period is over. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know it is, but fuck off. I didn't get down to minus All seven. Right. Come on. Kev, Kev drops to minus seven. And Yosh, to make you feel better, as soon as our bracket scores start to hit these books, we're not going to be tied anymore. I know. I know, too. Oh, I know. That's pretty much next week, really. Once the heat wins. Uh, eh, a couple week. weeks. Couple yeah, weeks. a week, maybe two, yeah. Once yeah. the heat wins. Maybe next episode. It depends on how uh, diligent we are on doing shows. And yeah. Golden State <laughs> loses. They ain't losing, I'll grab. Yeah, they will. They ain't losing. Go heat. Go heat. The heat uh, is on. So that's it. Jesse's still way out in front, and we got to do something about that. Yeah, you guys gotta get in the fucking pluses. Fuck, you're on seven strokes ahead of us. Holy Christ. We need yeah. to go golfing more. <laughs> we we need a 50-yard birdie here, all of us. <laughs> so that brings us down to how our drinks were. Hmm. Hmm. Imagine that. Hmm. Imagine that.
Why don't we lead it off with Kev? Oh, okay. Well, Wait, I, have... I thought we usually start with the bench. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Oh, uh, do we? I didn't actually re- notice that pattern. Is that true? No, it is now. Huh. Huh. So gullible. <laughs> so Pete, you little bitch. Why don't you just yeah, start Pete. us up? Yeah, Pete. Well, <laughs> since you've asked, uh, my blood moon from Whitewater Brewing Company out of the Ottawa Valley, Ontario. Blood orange sour, 4.8% strong. No, I'm just kidding. It's not strong. But, uh, it was uh, nice and sour. Went down uh, pretty smooth. Definitely have the uh, the tarty aftertaste for sure, but it was good. Mm. Nice for a nice warm sunny Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Kev, <laughs> we're not going to see um, monster Most trucks, trucks, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but how was your beer on this Sunday? Well, it is a uh, collective arts. It's called Jam Up the Mash. It is a 5.2%. It is a dry hop sour. Yeah, you know, the first couple of sips, I was puckering my lips, but it's, it's all good now. What? No. Puckering your lips. Kissing your beer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still a little tangy. Look good. You're not done it yet? It's my second one, bro. You're not yeah, done you're it not yet. Done it yet. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Oh, no, I have wow. not. Huh. Huh. Wow. Huh. So, Josh, how was yours, bro? Well, you guys know how mine was. I had the old bone shaker from Amsterdam Brewery. Solid, solid beer. Unfiltered India Pale Ale at 7.1%. We all love this stuff. Everybody's had this. It's good stuff. Um, when I went to the Lickbo, they had a uh, plethora of beers, but not too many above the old five and a half percent. So it was tough. And that's why I had to go with the old repeat just to. Well, at least uh, someone came to play. That, that, that's all. I at mean. least I beat 50% of the fields, right? So uh, I thought it was pretty good. I left. I do have a stronger one in the fridge. So maybe you guys watch out for next week. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'll switch it up. Who knows? But, uh, you know, obviously the bone sugar is good stuff. Um, but Jess. You're the beer champ today. You're yeah. you're in a really really dark room currently. It seems yeah. like the room got darker as the night went on. Well, I forgot <laughs> to turn the light on because it was super light in here. And then I realized I'm like, you probably can't see my beer now <laughs> or your well, face. The beer is one thing that definitely wasn't light though. Tell us about it. No, it was not. It was eight percent, and it was an English or New England double IPA at eight percent. Take the cake. And it was Collective Arts, and yeah, this is the one that has the the squid on it. There we go. Oh yeah. shit! The first one had like a unicorn bird. I don't know. Now it was it a fucking unicorn. It, it was weird. I didn't wow. understand that picture, but I understand that. And it was good. I always go with Collective Arts. Always got good stuff. Yeah, man. for sure. All right, guys. I guess it's that time of the evening to uh, wind this down, let our listeners, uh, you know, wind up their their listening of our Points of Penalties episode 18. I know they love it. They love listening to our soothing voices. Some people tell me they fall asleep. 
while listening to us, which I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but it does just say that we have a only during the NHL segment. That's right. That's right. Just only during the NHL. So from all of us here, including the MVP, <laughs> we'd like to thank you all for listening. Please subscribe on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts on YouTube. It's in this right-hand corner here. I know you can click that shit. Everywhere else on Spotify, good stuff. You know, it's somewhere on there. Just click subscribe. You can do it. Give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Points Penalties. And until next week, boys, stay, stay out, out of the, the penalty, penalty box. box.